Hi everybody, I'm Eric Garneau from the Nerdalogs, and welcome to Blank Cassette, the podcast that explores your old mixtapes. Uh, today we're talking to friend of the nerds, Chris Crotwell, a voice that will surely be familiar to anybody who listens to the other show I host, Your Stories. Uh, when I put out a call for mixes, Chris submitted the very first mix he ever made when he got Napster in 1999, and it seemed pretty perfect for a pilot episode. Uh, it kind of recalls all the things that are so wonderful about making a mix that's just incredibly specific to a certain time in your life, and then looking back on it later, and, and that's really what this whole show is about, so um, yeah, it seems like a great way to start. Uh, if you like the song clips you're about to hear, you can find a Spotify playlist we link to on our podcast page with the whole songs. Um, don't forget to check out the Nerdalogs on Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdalogs, where you can get all sorts of bonus content, including a, I think, pretty great part of my interview with Chris that didn't really fit into the final edit of the episode, but I thought was really interesting, and you guys might too. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And with that said, who's ready to go back to 1999? After I got my first computer in my bedroom and uh, had Napster on the computer, and it just meant that I could grab whatever bits and pieces of songs I wanted from wherever, and that was really exciting. I only had so many CDs at that point. Most of the ones that I got I bought at Sam's Club because that's where I would end up with Mom and Dad. 
like it's, I didn't have a car, so I couldn't just take off and go to Sam Goody. It didn't really work that way. 500 miles an hour walk 500 more. It's the sexy for a middle schooler who's trying in a body that doesn't make any sense yet to as confidently as possible express that sort of like bubbling bizarre mix of confidence horror and anxiety that is always inside somebody that age it's good you know it's it's the same reason that I'll put in a Robin CD today and listen to it start to finish and just walk down the sidewalk like I don't give a shit, you know? You need songs like that, like like Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. It's one of those songs, and it is like thinking about myself in a 135-pound body, like putting it on and being like, yeah, yes, okay, is really weird in my head but i feel the same way about it today i did then i think it's just it's a great song
bunch of songs that I liked. I had influences. I think the main ones that contributed to this in my memory, and I think sort of obviously from the content, is one, I really liked VH1. So, you know, you're watching VH1 clip shows and especially pop-up video and lots of like old music videos, and these songs come up and they were always just stuck in my head and I really liked them, but you do not want to buy an entire CD for almost any of them, because it would almost certainly be a terrible album. You'd never listen to more than one song. And then I always looked up to my brother. I worshipped him and his music taste, and that's where you end up with a lot of things, like the Beastie Boys tracks that you'll hear scattered throughout the entire thing. It was a big deal for him. Uh, I love the Beastie Boys, but at that point in time, I was really just trying to inject some of my brother into this experience for myself, because I thought he was so much cooler than I was, or most people. Ready? One. You will do this four times with the left, four with the right, then eight times with both, then repeat. 
friends with the money we got set them free at the break of dawn till one by one they were gone back at base bugs in the software flash the message something's out there floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go I believe I made this right around 1999. I was in middle school. It's evident to me listening back to it that I was in middle school and it makes me feel exactly the way that I did when I was starting to get really fizzy about the prospect of having a car soon. After I got my first car, I would put this in all the time. Because it's really that space where it's a 98 degrees in Alabama and you have your first car and all the windows are down and you can go do whatever you want, but you have absolutely nothing to do. Like the aimless sort of possibility that you don't really get at very many points in your life. Uh, and I, I felt like even a couple years after I'd made this, that it really jived with that particular sort of feeling. <laughs> Here's a 
little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried.
Well, Oh Yeah is on there specifically because of Ferris Bueller. I love that movie, and I did then. Oh Yeah, especially at the beginning of that movie, is about a kid who knows what he wants, has boundless confidence, can't be stopped, and is just taking the world for what he can get out of it. And it always conjures that, you know? I think anytime somebody hears it, they put themselves in that space in the movie where you're calling a friend and you're like, no, get the hell out of your house. We can do whatever we want. You know, and that sense of possibility is really good. I think that he is the sort of person that I've always really enjoyed as sort of a fictionalized person. Um, You know, in, in fantasy and science fiction and all the media I consume... I like the charismatic, no shame, winning by his wits, kicking ass, and and just having a great time sort of personality. You know, Ferris Bueller isn't that different than Tony Stark. If you really want to think about it, he's not that different than the Doctor. Those are the sorts of characters that... And as a white man, I'm very lucky to always be able to identify with them, right? Most of the characters in popular media that are lucky enough to be able to be presented with that sort of confidence are white guys. So they've always spoken to me and, uh, and yeah, like I want to, yeah, I, I always wanted to do better than someone or find a way to get a situation in my favor with just a smile, a wink and a nod in my wits. Cause that's, I mean, that's the dream, right? only ones that I feel sort of odd about today that are songs that are just obviously there because I was in middle school. 
You know, things like the one, the lone Blink-182 track on here, I understand it. I don't dislike the song, but it's one of the only things that will make me cringe a little bit, because it speaks to a very particular headspace that I'm so removed from now. It seems incredibly foreign. I think in retrospect, it's, it's, it's easy for an artifact like this to sum up a time and space for you really well. And I think at the time, it really did, though. I mean, there's obviously a reason emotionally and in terms of, like, intellectually and in terms of media that these were 18 of the first songs I ever downloaded. They were the things bubbling to the top of my head right then. That's what I wanted to listen to. And especially in the sort of unhinged, really immediate emotional space of middle school, that immediacy of just grabbing whatever the emotional impulse is in front of you, that does really sum things up pretty well. And I think really what almost all of this is for me, they're just things that made me really happy. Things that I was super jazzed to hear are just things that made me happy. Like, I wanted it to be effusive. It's just an effusive combination of songs that just, like, are gonna make you smile. And that's, lucky enough, that's largely how I felt for a big chunk of middle school when I wasn't listening to Radiohead or Counting Crows. But that's for a different sort of set of emotions. to Blank Cassette, a Nerdalogs production. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you liked what you listened to, check out full songs via our Spotify playlist or buy the songs on iTunes. Supporting the arts is the best. If you'd like to hear some bonus material that didn't make the final edit, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. And for more information on the Nerdalogs and our shows, go to www.nerdalogs.com. We can dance. We can dance, everybody's taking the chance Who will it save the dance? Yes, it's safe to dance Who will it save the dance?